0: Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the fictional. As you can tell from the slightly different style of music, this is going to be a slightly different style of episode. It's something we call story chat, where we sit down with an author, a filmmaker or any kind of storyteller really, and talk to them about their life and their work in a real fun and laid back way. So sit back, relax, unless you're going for a jog, then run faster. It's story time. All right, well, welcome to the show. I have with me uh, Robin Palmer all the way from Canada. Did I say that right?
1: Yeah, 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 Ontario, Canada.
0: (laughs) Cool. Um, Hopefully there won't be a language barrier. I know that... uh, Australians and Canadians have slightly different ways of spelling and speaking. (laughs) Um,
1: Dialect is a little different, but I think we'll manage. Yeah.
0: Um, So, Robin, do you want to tell us about yourself?
1: Uh, Yeah. So, I'm 31, uh, mom of three, married, uh, going on 10 years. Um, I work with, I'm a customer service specialist, extraordinaire, as my boss would call it. Um so I can basically do all the customer service stuff that check the checking the balancing and all that jazz um for a birding and gardening company. Oh wow. So much different. So yeah, I love being at Pine Bush. It's just it's been awesome. Um Yes, yeah, so that's basically me.
0: Yeah. No. My 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 old man's a gardener, so I've done a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I've done a little bit myself um <laughs> Not a huge fan of it, but... uh,
1: (laughs) I don't have a green thumb and I made beans grow last year, so I was all happy.
0: Well, that's great. (laughs) Um, So we've got some icebreakers we like to tell, um, get all our guests to answer. We've had two guests before you. We've had very unique, different answers. So we'll be excited to see what you come up with. Oh, yeah. But um, first, first one is if you could get rid of anything in the world, what would it be?
1: As an author, like I definitely say um, It as, as a person too, like reading's always been a big thing in my life, and it's been a big thing in my kids' lives. So I actually just finished reading my, uh, my son over in the meadow and book uh, about animals and ducks, but if I don't read to him every single night, he gets so frustrated with me. And yeah. I think that's something I think all kids need to grow up in like a functioning like not maybe don't love books but at least be able to read yeah because it's such a fundamental thing in life yeah so i think that's like one thing i could get rid of in the world it would be like no more literacy everybody could read
0: yeah dyslexia uh,
1: would not be a thing like
0: yeah and, and i must admit when i was a kid i, I did not like reading
1: oh, it's difficult like uh I, I've always been a big reader, but I know certain people that are like, "No, I I can't," you know. So it's, I'd yeah. rather listen to audio, and I'm like, "Oh, it's yeah. kind of heartbreaking."
0: Yeah, well, it kind of makes sense if you do if you listen to audio when you you know you're going for a jog or commuting somewhere. Oh, yeah, but um, not not like limit it to that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some people like we bought my uh, my one daughter a Kindle this year because she wants to read more, and I was so excited. That's... So, so they're they were so excited about the launch of this book.
0: Yep. All right, let's move on. Something on your bucket list?
1: Uh, I want to sleep in a haunted castle in Scotland.
0: Wow, that's interesting. Because our first our first guest that came on was um, she's a kindergarten teacher by day, and a paranormal um, investigator by night.
1: Oh, that's fantastic! And
0: third bucket list was to do paranormal paranormal investigating in Scotland.
1: Nice, nice, so you, yeah. You,
0: you guys could team up.
1: <laughs> that would be awesome. I'll write it. She can do it. I'll turn a story and do it.
0: Yeah. Um, favorite sitcom?
1: Oh, The Big Bang Theory. Hands Big down. Bang, yes. Ah, uh, Big Bang Theory. I, I love Sheldon Cooper. He's probably my favorite sitcom character ever. Yeah.
0: He's just yeah. just his wit. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I I, I remember it fondly, Bazinga.
1: Yeah, we still watch that. My kids know it fondly. I have pop figures of of Leonard holding up the sarcasm sign. And yeah, Yeah. a huge fan.
0: Good answer. Good answer. Um, (laughs) Let's move on (laughs) on to the next one. Zombie apocalypse plan. Do you have one?
1: No, I would be totally useless. (laughs) Uh, I am probably the least coordinated person when it comes to planning for a zombie apocalypse. So I think maybe I'd go hide out in a Costco.
0: Well that's 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 what we say in a, in Australia there's a um shop probably similar to Costco it's it's more hardware based it's called Bunnings. Okay. And the running joke is if the zombie apocalypse starts meet me at Bunnings. Yep, that's it. So it it's got all the axes and the the <laughs> rakes and the you know all the tools you need for yeah,
1: see for here at least I need to get to the US, which is our, our southern neighbor, yep. and get into their SAMS club or their Costco because they have yep. guns and rifles and yep. and arrows and all that fun stuff. So
0: or just just find a hunting club and hide out there because <laughs> yeah. they won't let anyone in. Um, yeah,
1: I am the probably most useless person when it comes to a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> um my husband is sitting here nodding his head to this. <laughs>
0: So is he is he giving the approval to the answers and?
1: Yeah, so far I am not a, I am not a zombie apocalypse person. I would be like, ah, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do?
0: Yeah, no, well, I live in the mountains, so I'm pretty safe up here.
1: How oh, there? You go. <laughs>
0: um, all right. Finally, Elon Musk calls you up and offers you to test drive his new electric time machine. What do you do?
1: Ooh, there would be a few places I think I'd probably want to go. Um, I would love to honestly meet a. Uh, Mr. Tolkien as like a different stage of his life and how he came out with Lord of the Rings and all that like that would be if I could take the Elon Musk's time machine and go meet some of these famous authors and celebrities and just kind of people who've influenced the world yeah. Um, definitely would do that.
0: Well, I'd recommend not visiting him when he was in World War One or Two or whatever it was. No,
1: no, but maybe just after the fact. Would,
0: would, would you want to would you want to talk to him before he's like while he's just coming up with the idea or towards yeah, the end? I want
1: all stages of that idea. Oh. Like I'm so <laughs> enthralled by the Lord of the Rings concept of the languages. Yeah. I'm I'm a huge like the elves are my favorite, and I have elvish script tattooed on my foot and uh, a quote from the movie so yeah i have uh, a you... hail the victorious dead on my foot
0: <laughs> nice
1: <laughs> theodons um speed you know the whole thing so you're
0: looking forward to the new show
1: yes <laughs> or you,
0: it looks like are you worried I, like we all I, are
1: I, it's one of those that it's going to either be i love it or i hate it
0: yeah well there, I, I don't then, think
1: there'll be a, gr- a gray zone in there yeah, well
0: they, you've either got to get it right or, or you're going to get it wrong you can't you know
1: yeah, yeah yeah it'll definitely there's so many when you're basing things off books like that it's just so crucial yeah and especially when you've had the lord of the rings movies now out for what 20 30 years like yeah. so yeah that would be I'd, I'd love to meet him he's been my inspiration so
0: yeah it's definitely one of the best oh for sure all right now let's um go to the top topic at hand you have a book
1: I do. So the background's actually, if you can see the nice purpley stars and the green, is the cover of The Gamma Secret
0: Witch. Well, yeah, I do notice that now.
1: (laughs) So yeah, I'll just kind of shift over. So this is the cover of the book and yeah, so that uh, was supposed to actually release February 5th and we had it done. We were done writing about a month ahead of schedule so we could edit about a month ahead of schedule and Everything kind of pulled out a couple of weeks early, so we were able to get it up. Uh, so it's been exciting.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so you want to tell us what's the synopsis? What's it about?
1: So the synopsis, basically, it's it's love and betrayal and kind of coming into your own. Um, the main character, the main female protagonist, uh, is the high priestess of the coven. So it's, a, it's witches, it's werewolves. Um, and her twin flame is a werewolf. This is very unusual. This doesn't really happen. Her sister has separated from the coven, is causing a whole bunch of problems with dark magic and the betraying of the family. And so it's definitely uh, what's going to happen next. Like who's going to come out on top? Magical, mystical, shebang. (laughs) Um, It's based in the U.S. in Colorado. Yep. So, my, uh, my friends live down there and I've always wanted to visit. So, we uh, designed the backyard, the kind of the scenery out of my one friend's backyard. She lives in Colorado Mountains. She's actually the editor of the book.
0: Yeah. So. Oh, wow, that's cool.
1: Yeah. So, her and the girl who designed it um, is based off the main character, like, designed the cover art.
0: Was, was that her the... demand? Was that her demand? No, or... no. Uh,
1: <laughs> it wasn't even intentional. I picked the name, and then I went to her for the design, and went, "Oh my god, I named my character after you."
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, they say write what you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, does she dabble
0: in the mystics? Um,
1: (laughs) a she's gamer, so it's it's very interesting. But yeah,
0: yeah. but yeah, no, it's
1: it's love and it's loss and it's trying to kind of find that place in life.
0: So is it is it like um I guess how you do. Like the uh, like the Avengers in the sense that it's set in our world, but not our world. If you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: So it's it's yeah. our world and it's based in Mount Evans or the mountain range in Colorado, Mount Evans. Um, so they talk about going into Castle Rock and they talk yeah. about places that are real in Colorado yeah. and they associate with like humans and you can go around in the same world. Yeah. But behind closed doors, it's you know yeah. this is a werewolf shifter. Yeah. So he can be human, yeah. but he's also with the inner werewolf. She's a oh. witch, she's a high priestess, she lives in the top of the mountain, kind of thing. So it's a cross between, yeah, this world and special abilities.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I love stuff like that. Where it's almost where you like you can see yourself living there.
1: Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. That was that was a huge thing for me. Writing um, became my escape when COVID happened.
0: Oh yeah, for many people. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So it, it, I've always loved it, but it was never a. I never had time. And then being literally trapped in my house for yeah. months on end, I was like, I'm gonna start writing. And uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of the platform Dream, but oh, no, um, I haven't. It's a little pink unicorn in the mobile apps. It's a basically an online reading app and i have a few books on there um which is where i started and then friends of mine were like oh i'd love to read but i you know i don't want to read on my book i'd love a real book and i'm like oh well i could go to kindle and amazon where you can get hardcovers and paperback and ebook yeah. and the royalties were better and just yeah so that was the main reason for the switch
0: cool um you, met, you mentioned the um, character on the front was ba- like based on someone real. So, like, um, let's let's talk about the inspiration behind the book. Did you get it from people in your life, or yeah, a
1: little bit? So, my main um, female lead physically uh, has my my husband's a redhead, so uh, his the main character is also a redhead, and he's got a nice rest colored wolf, um, a few. People are kind of based after, like, I would see myself as the main character as well. Um, just the spunky, spotty personality of the I'm going to do this my way, but I, I actually care. Yeah. Um, it just kind of comes to me in, like, I want to say almost a dream, um, but not really. So when I go to work and I'm actually helping out in the warehouse instead of doing the customer service spot, I let my mind run wild. And that is kind of where Gamma came out and it was just a, Oh, what if I did this? And what if I did this and this would be really cool with yeah. this. And then the story kind of happened.
0: Just as long as you're not doing big gestures um, to customers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Luckily <laughs> yeah. we're not open to the public. So <laughs> um, it, my, my coworkers are very supportive of, of my books. And
0: yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Um, So how do you go about picking names? Is it like oh, na- naming children? Oh, use Google?
1: Google. Google's wonderful. So if I knew I was a witch, it was like, okay, top 100 witches' names. And then I wrote oh, wow. them out. Yeah. Like, I would write some out. And then I really, so I like my main character's name is Tabitha. And she could go with Tabs or Tabby or Tabitha. Yeah. So I have a thing where I don't like, if a name has a short version, you don't short version the name. Yeah. It's the long, and then you can go smaller. Yeah. So you know, my main male lead, his name is Asher. And because he's got ash-colored hair, yeah, like the, awesome. the orangish, rustish, kind of rust-colored fire. Um, so his name was Asher. And then I would just kind of like, okay, so what names sound good? Popular names, old school yeah. names, um, names of werewolves, names of witches. Yeah. And then take it to my beta readers and go, hey, what do you guys think of these? What do you think of these? And we would actually my, my alpha readers now but yeah the the four girls that helped me work on this book and besides the illustrator have just been amazing so they uh they helped me with the naming they helped me with getting the flow right yep. if I wanted to bounce ideas off of anybody they were always there so they've come into my new project with me and we've gotten real really really close so it's been a blessing
0: awesome well you kind of answered my next question there about how how, (laughs) what's your process like and um
1: there isn't one (laughs) um I have an idea and I'll write the overview yeah and then it just takes a life of its own so there are days where writers block hits and I can't write for two or three days and then the characters all of a sudden start talking to me again and it's like oh hey my imaginary friends are back what am I putting on the paper
0: is that how you deal with a uh, writer's block? You just wait it out or?
1: Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I'll go work on a different project. Um, yeah,
0: I've heard that's good. Um,
1: yeah, so we're working on um, another series. Uh, uh, well, my first series um, will be coming late late this year, early next year. And uh, we have a, a project in between. So right now I'm writing that one. When I get stuck, I go work on the series. And then I come back. So, Do,
0: do you want to let us know about any projects you're working on yeah you,
1: you so wanna... yeah no of course um i'm working on another fantasy paranormal romance it is about angel an angel fey and a demon prince mm. um it's called swan song it will be available on amazon um hopefully sometime between june and august of this year so awesome. we're about 20 chapter 22 chapters in now of the writing process And it's going to have love, loss, betrayal. Um, The main male lead is the exiled prince of the underworld um, to falls in love with uh, um, a fallen angel's, kind of the fallen angel's daughter type thing. And it's going to be interesting. It's uh, based in New Orleans. So we got that voodoo magic. Oh, yeah. Of course. (laughs) You're going to do magic and all that. You've got to go down to New Orleans. Um, so that that's my book next book book and then I have a, a series
0: coming out after that so you got a lot of projects you got a lot, uh, lot to yeah do about, a lot to do
1: <laughs> yeah I, it's never a dull moment and my editor my head editor makes me take breaks they never last more than a few days but it'll be like oh you're on a two-week hiatus yeah no because the creative ideas just never stop yeah. so
0: <laughs> that's good that's brilliant um well, do you want to um, tell us, have you got any advice for people that are writing their own books? and?
1: Yeah. Um, you know what? Never underestimate yourselves, but always know that like you need to not take, like take your first copy and always tell people this is a rough draft. This is the roughest yeah. of roughs, but have people read it and give you feedback. Beta readers, alpha editors, they are like the best thing to ever come out of anybody, but you have to know who to trust. So I would say not to go with somebody who's an author, have people that are unbiased and definitely yeah. somebody who like people you consider family. Like my my team, my three, um, Teresa, Zoe and Beatrice, they are my, my go-to. We talk every day. They know everything about my life, my kids' lives. I know about their families. Like it's... Mm-hmm. But we're all across the world. Two of them are the UK, one's in Colorado, and I'm in Canada. Hmm. But it's like these people have helped bring this book to life. And finding those people in this process is really difficult. So that would be my key thing, would be find people you can trust.
0: Yeah. People that are going to be honest with you and... Yeah not, just,
1: yeah. yeah, not just want us to say, oh, read the book to have a free book read. No, no. Yeah. Like I I loved it that my girls went out and the minute my book released, they bought it, even though they've read it, they've edited it. They probably know it better than I do.
0: Yeah.
1: Because I think by the last month they had gone over it five or six times with fine tooth combs. And I'm like, you probably know this better than I do, but they, you know, both had hardcover paperback bought the day it released. So that was, that was very humbling. (laughs) To, to see my work in people's hands was kind of the most surreal experience.
0: Yeah. Well I released my first book last year and it was just gave me the goosebumps holding it in my hands and yeah you know.
1: Yeah my co-worker brought one in for me to sign and I just like the first yeah. day holding it I was oh my god <laughs> so that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Um any any final words for our listeners?
1: Yeah you know never Definitely never give up reading. Um, always find something that you're passionate about. And when somebody tells you you can't do it, look at them and basically say, yeah, right. I can do it if I want to. Yeah. Put your mind to it and do whatever the stars want you to do.
0: Awesome. So where, where can we learn more about you? Have you got the social media? Have you Are got the you? website?
1: Yeah. So I don't have a website yet. We're working on that. Um, but you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Robin Palmer Author. Or on Amazon, um, I do have an uh, about me page that will have the links to uh, where to find me on Facebook, and Instagram. awesome. And we're coming out with a TikTok soon.
0: Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on, and um, anytime you come back, thank you, you so much for back, having me. That's perfectly fine. We're new at this, just like you.
1: <laughs> Yay! All right. Well, we will hopefully touch base uh, when Swan releases, and then yeah. we'll have a whole new discussion.
0: Yep, yeah, I'm definitely keen for that to happen.
1: Oh, awesome. Thank thank you. you so much for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you'd like to support stories the true and the fictional you can do so by heading on over to buymeacoffee.com slash s-t-t-a-t-f that's the acronym for stories the true and the fictional there you can do a one-time donation or sign up for a monthly membership whatever you're comfortable with with your support we can keep this show up and running and bring you the awesome content we do every week So if you can, head on over to buymeacoffee.com slash s-t-t-a-t-f. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on another episode of Stories, the True and the Fictional.